Alright guys, welcome to episode 36 of the Mostly Everything Podcast, your favorite podcast. Uh, follow me on IG or underscore G. Follow me on IG at Corey Hilton 1. Yep, and if you need to send us your top five, send us your general feedback of the show, email us at mostlyeverythingpodcast at gmail.com or slide in our DMs for business, business purposes only. only. It was I don't a, it was anything a, significant about the number 36. I don't think there is. Uh, oh, 36 was how old my mom was when she had me. Well, I mean, 36, I mean, I mean, personal, yeah, 36 my mother, fire engine when she was younger. Oh, the boom, I, there you go. The one I um, grew up on. Right. But uh, besides that. Mm, not so good, just another number, 30, 36 yeah. weeks in a row with us. Yeah. Um, well, I'll listen to 37 weeks. It we is 37. Take, we did take, we did take a week off. But it was a legit reason. Right. It was a legit reason. Uh, so, Are you sleeping yet? No, I'm not. Um, good. Uh, there's no sleep There's no rest in my house um, I clock out of my 9 to 5 Then go home and do a 5 to 12 Yeah sounds and, like and, a, and, a, and then a 2 Sounds like my four. life Minus the kids well, man, kids. You know Hopefully by January February March maybe He nah, sleeps through the night And it will be all good uh, You're just a hater So it's all good <laughs> um, So you want to talk about His top 5 real fast Ohio demolished Yo that shit was not fair bro I mean I haven't demolished you in a while. You haven't you haven't won in a while. I mean, we haven't really posted in a while either. <laughs> I, okay. Yeah. I, 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 I'll, You'll meet me halfway. You got that. that. You got that. I'll meet you halfway. Um, so, uh, R.I.P. to Kim Porter. She passed away yes. yesterday, age 47. She was a model, which I didn't mm-hmm. know that. I didn't really know much she about was. her. She was. She was a model, and she just produced all Diddy Kids. Yeah. I just don't understand. He Except for like, the oldest. She had that, she had oldest. she had him Quincy she had him with Albie Shore. Oh, yeah, they look just alike. I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, I thought that was his son this nah. whole time. The other like Justin. Yeah. Uh, the other one that looked just like him and the two twin girls. Yeah. yeah those and, those and, are his. The the one that played football at USC yeah, yeah, or whatever uh, UCLA, UCLA. Yeah. yeah. Um, but RIP to her. You never know when you're gonna 47 go. Forty seven years old. Forty seven so years young. Um. I know you know uh, everybody um, in that family lost a mother. Diddy lost his uh, his his ex his ex wife or ex girlfriend. Um, I I just think their whole relationship is like was weird. Like she just produces babies. That was it. That's Diddy, man. But she she remember she had a whole career before Diddy. So, yeah, you she know did. What I'm saying? So that's definitely what she's on for. Um, can, can we jump back to, to the Wilton thing? What was it on your page? It was seventy five to twenty five with my bro. Page. It was like. 87 to like 13 on my page. Let's look at the Mostly Everything podcast page. Let's yeah. see what it was. Ooh. And what, what was it? Top 5 uh, Hood Classics? Hood, hood classic classics. movies? Clearly, Reese not hood. Um, not I'm, hood not, I'm not hood enough, <laughs> apparently, because I had New Jack City. I had Shata's on my number one. Well, you well it was 13 to 2 on my on, I mean, on the page, so 87 to 13 percent. Oh, you had 13 percent. Yeah. So... The reason why you got a couple of votes on mine because of Shatas, duh, that's and, a hood and classic, it, and it was a new and everyone and a hood Caribbean classic, right? And everyone was from New York who said it, yeah. and also from the islands. Ah, I said, there you go. and I even sent somebody a message. What's what's her name? Who? Your your Nova's godmother, your, uh, your Fabiola. Yeah, her. Yeah. Oh, you listening, Fabiola, yeah. Fabulosa. That's what you are today. Uh-huh. As you haven't responded to my message. Uh, of course. She only voted for you. Because. Of Shaptas. And I sent her that message. I know she did. Because mine had the better overall list. No, you had one thing on your list that outweighed. Oh 
I should have put like love uh, above the rim. Was that a well, well, Reese, if that's not how you feel, don't lie about it. Just don't win. All right, man. So um, let's let's go on with. We have a very special guest in the yeah, building. Guest, be our guest. Talented, um, uh, thoughtful, um, willing to step out of his boundaries to help create platform for mm-hmm. other people. Yep, yep, yes. Yep. Uh, today, former director. I don't know if he still directs, but we'll ask him that. Uh, current producer. Um, one that the last time I saw him, uh, in this person. Is my first time seeing him. Yeah, this the last time I saw him in person. He had a high top fade. Mm-hmm. Uh, now he's sporting bl- um, blonde dreadlocks. Mm-hmm. Um, hope is the same guy I'm talking to um, because you know <laughs> uh, had Rocco on uh, most uh, Young Doers TV back in the day six years ago. Six years. Um, it's, it's time really fucking flies, man. Mm-hmm. Um, Tom Waits and Man. So had him on Young Doers TV six years ago. It was in his apartment. Uh, we interviewed him about directing. Uh, it was about Supreme Cinema. Um, it, it was mm-hmm. it was a great in depth interview. Um, that's pretty much one of my favorite um, Young Dudes TV series that that I've ever done so far. Did so, you post that on Twitter recently? Like I, po- I posted everything. Oh, you posted uh, everything. It's on my IGTV too. So guys, if you're interested in, in checking out Young Dudes TV, just type in Young Dudes TV on YouTube. Uh, type it in Google. Hey, don't and be putting pop none up. of your plugs in here. Hey, we, you we, have we, to. We're here, we we here for somebody you else right to. now. You here right, for Rocco. Uh, <laughs> give it up for uh, Rocco Seymour. Uh, thank you so much for joining us, man. So, so is you. it? Would you prefer Rocco, Rocco Supreme or Rocco Seymour? Um, I think either either works now. Yeah, yeah. Um, Rocco, basically, I had been inspired to do Rocco Supreme because I had seen other people mix their brands into their names. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, I'm Rocco Seymour, but right. Rocco Supreme, Supreme Cinema. Right. So yeah. there you go. start making some correlations. Yeah, I mean, it, it works. Yeah. Right. He has some dope stuff on here, man. I didn't I didn't get to go in like I wanted to, like mm-hmm. I normally do. Um, but, I, you know. I got the mo- most you, of it. You you seen you seen the, the I talent. Seen, I seen the talent. Uh, it's <laughs> not no run of the mill. Oh, uh, we're just gonna do some vanilla shit. No, nah, yeah, no, nah, this um, is high quality, well thought out, I, mixing genres. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this was the man who was Scorpion for Halloween. Like, <laughs> yeah, I seen it. He went all the way out with his Scorpion outfit. He did. Uh, so, he even rolled the eyes in the back of his head. Yeah, I mean, did you? Was that, yeah. was that context? Nah, I just did that for free. Oh, just, my bro. <laughs> save some money. <laughs> bro, that shit for <laughs> Um, but we really appreciate you for joining us, man. Scorpio was the one who said, "Get over here." Yeah, get over here. That's right. That's ah, it. Uh, so, uh, yeah. Mortal Kombat or Street Fighter? Oh, Ooh. hmm. Damn, damn. That's the a, hard questions. Hard questions. That is so, a hard. Right, right, right I know what mine would be. I would know what mine would be. I I'll say this: like as an artist, I'm gonna yeah. go with uh, Mortal Kombat uh-huh. because they broke boundaries. Like it was yeah. one of those mi- violent video it games. Was it, violent. Was. Yeah. it was. Yeah. So um, our parents didn't even know. We were yeah, just playing I, that shit. I had to have. Up. I had to have the Super Nintendo. Um, I didn't get the Sega Genesis, which um, I think Mortal Kombat was on Sega Genesis. Yeah, it was on so, Sega. Um, I, I didn't. I didn't get that system, but it was violent as hell. Mm-hmm. Uh, the movie was trash. Yeah. Uh, so was Street Fighter. Beyond but, hey, trash. Let's leave that in the past. Didn't they do like three Mortal Kombat's though? They did. They had one, then they had like Annihilation, then they did our yeah, series yeah. recently. They yeah, had a yeah, reboot. Right, yeah. yeah, I don't think I watched the series recently. Right. Um, Speaking so, of movies, there's some dope movies coming out this fourth quarter. Mm. Widows, mm. Creed 2, mm. Robin Hood. Uh-huh. I gotta see those three. That's the only three I can think of right yeah, now. Yeah, I wanna see Jamie Foxx and Robin Hood. Yeah, yeah. that looks dope. 
Thank yeah. it looks good. I so. mean, hopefully they give Michael B. Jordan more speaking because I, I I don't think he does enough. Um, he has enough lines to say. Well, that's the type um, of act that would be. All the money he's making, all the all the ways mm-hmm. he he's he's popular. That's true. This and is he true. doesn't say much, like you said. Right. He doesn't. Did you, he spoke in Fahrenheit. Fahrenheit. 40s, no, 
Um, but then I discovered music videos as a way to kind of yeah mm-hmm. do both get across a style like yeah. practice mm-hmm. you know create a small world yeah. yeah start making small worlds yeah and then if I got good at that I was like okay I'll evolve I'll yeah. do bigger things yeah. do, you, do you think it's easy to gravitate to like a, a audience when you do like a small film it do, all right so like all right you want to create small worlds right and then let's say I grab I get these people's attention for five minutes right mm-hmm. now if I'm writing a movie or you know doing a big thing is it do you think this will help you uh gravitate to them like they might you might lose them in the middle of a movie and then like all right let me throw something in there they, oh, they get they get back on the edge of their seat do okay. you think that helps do you think they correlate um I think you mean like like utilizing short films like as a way to get people to want to eventually watch bigger films. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely, and that's that's kind of like a method that that's like the old school method of like you create a short film, you put it in a festival, mm-hmm. people see it, and then they say, "Let's expand on that." Like Napoleon Dynamite was a short film, I believe, about a character, and then somebody's mm-hmm. like, "This is cool. Like, what else could this character right. get into?" So I didn't know that. Some people, some people suck at it though. Yeah. Some people make a short film hoping that it will become a yeah, feature film, uh-huh. but then it's like you watch those movies that wind up on Netflix, and you uh, watch it, and you say, "This could have been a ten minute movie. Yeah. Why did they turn this to yeah. an hour?" Out, yeah, because it was a ten minute movie. Yeah, I've, and they just join it out. And yeah. yeah, I've seen, I've seen a couple things like that. Yeah, I get mad. Yeah, yeah. talk about your experience in the try, try, try back at film festival. Oh yeah, so um, when I was uh, sixteen, I had wrote a screenplay. Of my uh, theater. 16. I, because I was in the theater program at the at my high school, and uh-huh. I saw what a, a stage play looked like, mm-hmm. and I was like, "So if you just write stuff like this, people could act it out." It was that simple. Mm-hmm. Like you didn't have to have any paintings or drawings. Like if you just write it out on paper, mm-hmm. people will read it. This is the role. This is the action. They'll do it. So I went home. I was like, "Fuck it, I'm writing a script." I wrote it. I didn't know anything. I was just. I had time. I had energy. I was young. Mm-hmm. So I was staying up all night, yeah, you know, yeah, not going to yeah, sleep, just yeah. writing away. Yeah. And then I showed it to my teacher. She was like, "All right, I'm gonna put you in a film program." She wasn't. Nobody paid her to do this. The, she, the school didn't give her yeah. a bonus for this. Yeah, of course. Yeah. She yeah. went and she found some film programs. So one of them was a Summer Arts Institute, um, and they were doing it at the Stuyvesant High School, mm-hmm. I believe. And that was ran by Tribeca. Gotcha. Only 20 kids in the city got in. I think like wow. 18. Yeah. So I was one of them happy about yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's Coming that's from 16? Brooklyn. Yeah. And, and you're black. Yeah. 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 I was probably, I was literally the only black kid yeah. in there. there you go. There was one other. You. Brianna Fulton was the other black person. Brianna, Brianna Fulton. Yeah. That's my homegirl still to this day. Wow. But um, yeah, after that, I made a short film in that program yeah. um, about uh, real life, like vigilantes. Mm-hmm. So there was a real life superhero. Uh, what was his, his name was Life Lazarus. Life Lazarus. Okay, yeah, it, what was his powers? His he he considered himself a real life superhero because what he would do is he would go out at night. He would like patrol parks, uh-huh. and then he would also like give socks and food and stuff ah, to the homeless. So yeah. he would like, keep, like yeah keep areas safe and also help people. Help, who, help, right. Yeah. So and then there was a gorilla gardener. This is basically a woman who lived in Bed Stuy, mm-hmm. and what she did was this was before I knew what gentrification was, but. Sure. Uh, she would go around and she would um, like throw seeds and like start gardens in places that mm-hmm. she didn't have permission to do it yeah. but she felt like I want to make this neighborhood look beautiful yeah, yeah. at the time I was that, like that's kind of what was happening right? yeah. 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 yeah yeah and then um, the third person was an art vigilante this dude was cool to me he would go around the city and um, instead of like leaving an advertisement up mm-hmm. he would uh, put up artwork instead uh, and so it would be thought provoking stuff yeah. so that way instead of you looking at an ad you see art right you know because right. when we live in like a city like New York City mm-hmm. every, ads, ads everywhere, everywhere. Yeah. when you're on the train it's just mad yeah. advertising yeah. 
advertisements. Yeah. So he wanted to change that. Um, I see. All right. Yeah. So we made that uh, documentary. It was me and three other people. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that got accepted into the youth section of the Tribeca Film Festival. That's really cool. Yeah, for 2010. And like that's that's how I, that's when I was like, okay. Yeah. Like I found the this thing. Yeah, this is working out. That's what that was it. Yeah, that's really cool. In your first, in your first thing. Yeah, that was that was our first thing. Um, and then that's what inspired me to keep doing more things. But that was that was kind of like a group effort. But like the idea and everything to move forward, we only could make one project that summer. Yeah. yeah. So that was like you had to convince these people, guys. This is what we should do. Yeah. That's why we should do it. Most of them, I mean, they they were cool. I feel like they didn't have a dog in the fight. Yeah. They were just like, hey, I'm in the summer program, whatever. Yeah. And I was like, nah, we gonna make this documentary. This is gonna be dope. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it worked out. And then right. I just kept going because I didn't know what I was good at. Yeah. I was in a rock band before all this, mm-hmm. and I thought I was going to be a rock star right now. Yeah. Um, but then my homies went to the Marines and stuff like that. Oh, they, so they, they left they, you. They, they just like, a little bit. It was like, well, life is serious, man. I can't yeah. no damn yeah. instrument. Exactly. <laughs> so they was like, yo, just work on your movie stuff, bro. We'll be back. Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah. So yeah, that's yeah. that's how I got my start. Gotcha. Um, so what was, your pro- what was your next project after that? After I got into the Tribeca yeah. Film uh, yeah. Festival? Yeah. Before you answer that question... Did, whatever your next project is, did you feel like you had to top the first project? Um, or was it a stressful thing? For me, it was I w- not necessarily okay. stressful, but like I felt like I had the wherewithal mm-hmm. to do something. I was like, okay, I've been I've been in the game, like I have some experience, yeah. mm-hmm. um, so I could do something. Um, so I just started planning out stuff. I felt like I had the experience. Um, I started making a film about my band, actually. Okay. Funny enough, my band. Oh, your band. Yeah. Oh, I didn't say your band. I'm I say okay. Because they say like write what you know. So yeah. at the time, I was experiencing my band like breaking up. Um, because mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So I wrote a short film about that. It didn't. It didn't do so well. It didn't really become yeah. <laughs> well, what you expected, or yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was. It was really shoddy, but. I put a trailer together. It might still be on YouTube. It but, should be. Don't yeah. take nothing off YouTube. Right? Um, I wound up doing a music video for a friend, though, after uh-huh. that. And that's what really got me... Into the music. Yeah, yeah man. I um, I shot a music video for my homegirl and her friends. I put it on a DVD. I showed it to my mom. Yeah. And when I watched it on a television, yeah. I was like, God yeah. damn it. This looks like a music video. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, yo. This is it. We fully going in now. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. Watched it with my mom. That really brought it full circle. Got you. Yeah. Um, so looking at your work, looking at, um, you know, from from the part two, I believe, of uh, the Young Doers TV um, series that, that we worked on. Oh, yeah. You guys came to the music video set. Uh, no, yeah, no, no, I, was that part two? No, part one was when we did the interview, right? Right, right. Part two, I think that was part three. You're talking about part two was, um, when you were, pr- what? No, that was a follow up. Oh, follow-up damn, with, with wow, Nikita, with Nikita with the props and yeah. the ninjas, and Don yeah. was there, yeah, which yeah, we yeah. had on episode 33. Looking at your work, right. I see there's a lot of anime influences. I see there's a lot of, uh, like you said, you were in a rock band, a lot of rock um, um, influences. What kind of stuff that you um, watched growing up that influences your work and what you want to put out there? All right. Um, Yeah, you definitely hit it on the nose with anime. And the funny thing about it is, um, like, watching anime back then, we didn't know it was anime. We just thought it was, like, cartoons. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So... Just seeing like exaggerated uh, cartoons, um, myth, mythological stuff. Yeah. So I also grew up 
watching like Hercules sure. and Xena sure. and stuff like that. So seeing people portrayed as char- like characters, you know, yeah. and not just themselves, um, which is something that we're probably gonna leak into like with reality TV. Sure, sure, sure. But yeah. but like back then, it was like people were larger than life. Mm-hmm. So you had like Hercules, you had Xena, yeah. um, and then you had Power Rangers yeah. and Beetleborgs, and it was like people were becoming things. Like people were wearing costumes. So costumes props like yeah. colors mm-hmm. so things like that always echoed out to me like red blue green yellow pink yeah. like seeing colors and right. identi- and matching those up with things um so yeah a lot of a lot of like anime cartoons yeah. mythological stuff yeah. um and then like uh just like ninjas too yeah. yeah uh for me i always tell people this um and i'm not like infringing on any cultures or anything but sure. when i was growing up i watched a lot of like kung fu martial arts films and it was a lot of heavy ninja martial arts karate influence sure. in the 90s with like power rangers mm-hmm. double dragons yeah. three ninjas yeah double dragons. It was just like you know nonstop yeah. um, ninja stuff. Mm-hmm. So that's of something. Of course, you had Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> there um, you go. Um, you you had a you had a ton of these influences. All right. So when did you realize? Okay, um, notice the color of your skin, right? And the the kind of world that you wanted to get into and the kind of influence that that will have. Mm-hmm. What, uh, how soon did you realize that? And what are you doing now to further that kind of um, approach? Copy. Yeah. Um, it's funny because, like, at first, when I got into the game, I didn't understand that I was, like, a black boy. Yeah. Um, but, you know, once you dig deeper and deeper and deeper and you start to see, like, when you're on a set, what kind of people are, like, the majority on a film set. Mm-hmm. What kind of actors are usually scouted, you know. And even if even if you're, like, a character of color, yeah. they try to get you closer to, like, a racially ambiguous sure. look. Um, so once I really realized, like, okay, I'm black and my superpower is filmmaking mm-hmm. or content creating, mm-hmm. how am I going to utilize this to benefit us overall? Yep. Um, so that's when I decided that when I shot music videos with, like, women of color, I would never have them do... I would never ask them to do certain things. Sure. So, like, uh, I would just avoid uh, perpetuating stereotypes. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why you, you guys feel the way you feel about the videos I have because it's like, no, I don't want you to, like, shake your ass. I want you to actually be, like, a, a spirit. Be, yeah. like, a god or, mm-hmm. like, a, you know what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't always have to be, like, positive. They could be demons, too. Yeah, sure. But be a creative demon. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Don't be, like, a, like a gold digger or yeah. something like that. You know, that. it's funny because I was watching... That Travis Scott and Drake song video, that mm-hmm. that? Uh, sicko mode. Yeah, sicko mode. Yeah, and they had like this random Turk in video. I'm like, what, what the fuck did they throw that shit in there for? <laughs> I was irritated. I'm like, yeah. I mean, it was a good video. Besides yeah. that nonsense, right? I mean, it was nice, but right, right. <laughs> at the same time, I'm just like, what is this here for? Yeah, it's like just random. Yeah, but anyway. Um, and I know you know, music videos have changed themselves. They it have. It isn't what they were creative. in the early 2000s or mm-hmm. late 90s, where you just you're on a yacht like look at jay-z's big big yeah. video right i mean whatever well, related to the song yeah but, <laughs> well yeah well yeah but um and the, 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 the type kanye, of stuff kanye t- helped that movement definitely. i think so yeah definitely so what do you think of uh um first i want to ask you um the first question is um how aware are you of your mental health um how aware of am i of my mental health yeah. it's something that as Put a lot of thought into mm-hmm. honestly i was actually before i came here i was talking to a friend of mine and i was like hey i think i might i wasn't self-diagnosing i was <laughs> yeah. like yo i'm very i get very uncomfortable when i go out um 
Like, not, like, typical day. Mm-hmm. Like, if I'm going to a club or a bar or something like that. I don't know. I always get uncomfortable. And yeah. I was reading something about a gentleman who discovered that he had autism at 35. Yeah. And I was like, well, just because I didn't get diagnosed with something as a young boy doesn't mm-hmm. mean that I might not yeah, be yeah. anti-assault. Pick it up when you're older. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, these things, they kind of flip and flop. Like, I could speak to you guys, mm-hmm. yeah. but if I went to a bar right now, I don't know, I'd be a little nervous. I'd be yeah. a little anxious. Like, I kind of... start a conversation with people that you don't know, really. Yeah, know. you know, I don't know. So... Um, how could, could you be scared because of all the things that happen and you never know like the active shoot active shooters that happen that's a possibility too you know and just the idea that like everybody always seems like they into something like it's something else that's more pressing yeah, yeah. than the thing at the at the moment so like even if you go to a bar you start talking to somebody they might like pull their phone out like I'm just waiting for my friends mm-hmm. like they'll yeah. talk to you you know what I mean yeah. and like I don't. I don't like rejection. But how am I? I don't either. That's yeah. so funny. Yeah. And that's, talk, that's. I don't talk to people in public. Like when yeah. I see girls, well, I can't talk to anybody now. But, <laughs> but back in the day, yeah, yeah. I would never bag a girl off the street. Nah, it was like one in a once in a blue moon. Yeah. Very rare. Very yeah. rare. Very rare. So we're aware. Like we know what we don't yeah. like, and yeah. we we avoid that. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that that shows that you're aware. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Rejection. Rejecting um, me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> These jokes are long, bitch. Um, <laughs> all right so what do you think um how do you think the the um, film has changed for the past 10 years or so um because i know that um even spike lee being one of your influences um have you met him um, i was very close close. Ah, i I went to the spike lee block party late he was doing a meet and greet before the block party i didn't know Uh, i was like getting lit and trying to like get my outfit together yeah Yeah. Um, so him him being your early influences with him pretty much being the first one to call out gentrification and do the right thing. Facts. We talked um, about that six years ago. Yeah, we did talk about that Because my memory is good. My memory is good. <laughs> so, so, um, so um, how do you think the direction of film has been going um, to, to promote um, black folks um, and to, you know, kind of give us a spotlight? And it's crazy to me, too. Um, a movie called um, what is it Crazy You Rich Asians or something yeah, yeah, yeah. that Hollywood is still hesitant to to give these people platform that, it's insane it is insane yeah. I, that movie did numbers number one yeah, yeah, I didn't even numbers. see it yet yeah. but I heard at first I heard it was good yeah. right. and then and I heard the numbers were insane yeah. like insane yeah. like Absolutely. bigger than yeah, it's, Black Panther. It's bigger than what they expected. Yeah, but for just for for just for this demographic, for giving them pretty much the majority um, of of the demo there, mm-hmm. and it's still taking Hollywood like they're still baby feeding us when they need to just okay. The number, the proof is in the pudding. Spike Lee, Inside Man, did crazy numbers. He said that he has a script for Inside Man too. Hollywood is hesitant to pull the the pull the plug, pull the um, pull the trigger on it. So Damn. how um how have you seen film change in the past? <clears throat> well, definitely a hundred thousand percent, like th- a, a three hundred and sixty. Yeah. I'll mm-hmm. say, because mm-hmm. like now you can uh, talk about like we have shows on HBO like Random Acts of Flyness, which is yeah. it's like Adult Swim if it was ran by people of color. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Like that's wavy as hell to me. We got Insecure on HBO yeah. too, um, and then we also have like Atlanta on yeah, FX, on and FX. then they had Pose on FX, which mm-hmm. featured mostly yeah. like uh, you know transgender yeah, people yeah, of yeah. color. Yep. Um, yep, yep. 
so it's like it's it's opening up. The floods are opening up. Um, we had Black Panther, which was which was groovy. Yeah. We had that um that Wrinkle in Time yeah. movie yeah. right mm-hmm. after. Um, we're, we're getting more we're getting more like writers and directors known like yeah. of color known. Get Out yeah. was another situation. Um, Sorry to bother you yeah. from Boots Riley. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we we do the, we, the, there's Widows coming out this this week. Yeah, I can't wait for that. Um, we making waves from um, um Twelve Years um, Twelve Years Slave. No, was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yep. Twelve, 12 Years. Oh, and that's what we're moving away from the damn yes, slave narrative. Yes, thank yeah. Jesus Christ. Oh, oh. You have answered our prayers. Oh. All right. <laughs> do y'all think Twelve Years a Slave has something to do with it? Because it was so it was so wrong. No, I, I just think in that we, we need to see black folks in a different light. Like, okay, we, For sure. we, we get the slave movements. Mm-hmm. Right? We're not saying that we're gonna forget that where we come from, mm-hmm. but you know, let's uplift. Let let's let's put shed a different light on mm-hmm. something else. Right, right? on. Yeah. Um, um, well, Tyler Perry does a good job on that. Uh, <laughs> some, some part. No, no, he everything Tyler Perry does is cartoonish a little bit. It is, but he also has a successful black people yeah, in all yeah, his I, movies. I, I get it. I Tyler get Perry it. puts money in their pockets. I think I don't understand Tyler Perry. Yeah, uh, that's the best. That's the safest way to the say. Safe, it. Safest way to put it. I think um, I don't understand Tyler Perry. So, um, <laughs> who else I, inspires you? Um. Let's see. Well, Jordan Peele definitely oh, inspired yes. me with that yeah. original film. Boots Riley, he's yeah. a first-time filmmaker. Mm-hmm. He's made short films and stuff like that, and mm-hmm. probably directed what's, music videos. What's his biggest one right now? Sorry to bother you. Oh. It was a film about. It was an original film about telemarketing, and he. I haven't watched it yet. It's, oh, I don't so get it. God, I oh, you saw it? it. I saw it. Ooh. The part with the horses, and I don't. You get see, it. I didn't and get that's it. something. It's just that's what's mind blowing about it. You yeah. don't. What he just mentioned. You would have never even thought it would have happened. Yeah, like, I would no. never thought it had horses. Bro, so, there's like men horses. Yeah, they call it Equisapia. It gets crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, a, it's, it's, oh man, I love that movie. I just love like people who take a risk uh-huh. and make something original. Yeah. So even something like, like that same shit over and over. Yeah, like doing like, remakes. Yeah. Because I feel like being an artist, and that's why y'all had the criticism about my art that y'all had, because it's like, I believe being an artist is about expressing your individual feelings and how Mm -hmm. you see the world. It's no point in being an artist if you're going to put out an image that somebody else put out. Repeating the same shit over and over. Yeah, and like, Like, I'm not going to call out these types of people specifically, but like, artists on Instagram who just keep doing portraits of like Biggie Smalls and Basquiat. It's like, come on, how many times have I seen Biggie Smalls redrawn in different... Exactly. So it's like, what? I mean, it's their individual version of Biggie Smalls, but... But it's it's like, it's it's been done. Yeah. A million times. Yeah. Do you think Stan Lee was one of those people who did the same thing over and over? R.I.P. Stan Lee. Yeah, R.I.P. Stan Lee. Rest in peace. Let me see about that. Because, like, I'm watching, like, so many shows and, like, all of them got the same, like, kind of plot. Mm-hmm. Um, in a way, well, like, I'll tell you what. Different... Remember, he 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 was at his time was was different from ours. It he was. was a time capsule. Yeah, he was the first. He was the first. Yeah, to to, to to um to do anything. He like created that. I'm gonna tie this in. I'm gonna tie okay. this into yeah. filmmaking. Yeah. So superheroes are based off of um a lot of like mythological stories Uh and there is a book called like the hero of a thousand faces Uh which pretty much details everything that's in a superhero movie that's like a basic film Uh like there's a character they're having a typical day something happens they realize something about themselves that can change they Uh go after a goal they face some adversity then they win right black panther yeah, yeah. Any, anything, everything, <laughs> everything. Yeah, yeah. So unless it ends, and they have a weakness. You forgot. Yeah, yeah they, they have a weakness. The you know, or something. Right, yeah, family, whatever. Now, yeah. superhero movies, unfortunately, people have dumbed them down, and like 
there are people who feel like, oh, the Marvel films are all the same. Mm-hmm. You know, they feel like it's a formula, yeah. like like what I just described. Yeah, exactly. But um, it does tie into the basic storytelling mm-hmm. technique of like the hero of a thousand faces. Right. So, so I mean, and like we said, that he was before all time. So right. his is the original. Right. Right. Yeah. Do we feel like you, the artist, <laughs> as a director, a writer? Producer. Producer. Thank you. Everything yeah. under the sun <laughs> can change that. And having you did it at 16. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. I absolutely believe that. And what I want to do with movies is I want to bring movies into like a realer. I want to take movies to another level. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I feel like everybody should feel excited about getting involved with their craft. Yeah. And what they I want to do. They should. Um, what I want to do with movies is I want to make like fictional biopics. So basically, biopics rock Mm -hmm. because it's event after event after event. And you see the progression of how these things like weighed on the character. Mm -hmm. So we watch movies like, for example, you watch a movie like The Breakfast Club, right? And like, are you familiar with The Breakfast Mm -hmm. Club? All right, let's see. What's a more familiar film? Uh, Let's say like, I don't know. I guess I'll stick with Breakfast Club for the interest of time. But basically what happens in Breakfast Club is like all these kids get detention. Mm -hmm. They never hung out before. They're Mm -hmm. all from different cliques. They hang out on this one Saturday in detention. They smoke weed. They cry about their life. And then they're all like, oh, we all understand each other. We're all the same. And, And then at some point they question... All right, on Monday, when we come back to school... Is this going to be the same? Right, are you still Mm going to say what's up to me? And they're like, yeah, whatever. Now, what I want to do is I want to be like, okay, Saturday detention, Mm -hmm. that's the first 10 minutes of the movie. Right. Then Monday is the next 10 minutes. Uh, And then the week after, now they're fighting, now they're telling lies uh, about each other. Oh, I got dirt on you. I know what you're... What happens after that event? Because life is not just one event. Right. Yeah. And we we love biopics because it shows us, okay, this is when they got signed to the record label. Mm -hmm. Oh, this is what happened when they started doing drugs. Right. This is what happened when they did the reunion tour. You know what Mm -hmm, I mean? mm -hmm. So... That's what I want to do with movies. Like, take fictional characters and put them through a myriad of right. situations. So, basically, like a Sims. Remember the yeah, kind of like that. It's, it would be like that. And you would you would feel like this is a real person. Yeah, like yeah. This, It don't got to be based on a true story. And right. that's, what, that's what they be doing. They be like, we're either going to remake something or we're going to like base this on a true story. Mm-hmm. And it's like, why don't you just make something up? Right. Like, have right. fun with that. So, I got a couple of... Couple things. Couple things in the bank. You so, got you got some stuff written up right now. Yes, I have. I have like the first act of this film I'm working on. It's called the New Black. So I realized that. Okay, I do. Thank you. I realized that making films about. Uh, well, actually, let me make sure I record this part, especially. Go ahead. So. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and throw a, a shameless plug in your live. <laughs> um. Basically, uh, I realized that as a black writer. I mean, a black filmmaker, I could truly benefit by telling a black story. Sure. You feel me? And um, so what I decided to do is I decided to group up a lot of uh, scenarios that I had been in or a lot, and a lot of black people have been in. And I was really into, I really like listening to like 80s R&B. Yeah. Oh. So, so whatever I'm into, I like to try to blend that, like try to make it count. You know what I mean? Yeah. So anything that I like, I try to make it count. If I watch yeah. anime, I got to make it count. Yeah. I got to bring some of these elements sure. into, you know what I mean? So sure. I like 80s R&B. I was like, how can I capture the the beautifulness of 80s R&B that I see? Yeah. I was born in 92, so yeah. I wasn't there. Yeah, sure. But I know that was a very colorful, people's mm-hmm. getting fly working yeah. for marketing firms, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So I was like, what, a, what about a black dude in 1990? 
You know what I mean? He was popping. He was cool, like intellectual. Yeah. But he was the only black guy, like maybe working at an accounting firm in the mm. city. What What was happening there? Like maybe people wasn't blatantly racist. Yeah. Maybe oh, people said were. some crazy shit to him. Yeah. Like, like yo. You always come to work on time. I thought black people was oh, late. late. Right. So then it was CP time. Oh, yeah. And just yeah. dealing. And yeah. like, now we're in the era where saying stuff like that, no way. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. in the 90s, there's a black guy who went through all that yeah, microaggression that was, shit. Yeah. I wrote a scene in the movie where he goes to buy tickets for a Belle Biv DeVoe concert. Mm-hmm. And the lady doesn't believe that this $100 bill is real. Wow. And it's totally real. And it's like the little things that you yeah, go through. Like, I like that. If it was a white character. Did that oh, happen yeah. to you? You say you... The $100 bill thing? I've had a couple of funny situations okay. go down. You know, when you're a person of color, oh, yeah. and that's the funny thing about, about this movie. So it's called The New Black because uh, it's a duality of like sure. uh, uh, a black man working in the 90s, mm-hmm. and then something happens to him, then we fast forward to the future, mm-hmm. and now he's an older black guy mm-hmm. trying to tell these younger black guys, yo, don't don't dance at the holiday party. Like, mm-hmm. Don't tell them you like yeah. hip-hop. Like, yeah. You should cut your dreads out. Yeah. And they're like... Fuck what? you, man! Right, it's yeah. 2018. Hell you need yeah. to get with the times. He's like, nah. I'm trying to let you know, like, it's not, it's not that sweet. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm telling you, you're gonna get yourself in some hot water, right. mm-hmm. and they're not really trying to listen. Of and not. Yeah. Nah. So uh, that's why that it's called the new black. New black. I like that. Thank you. Um, and it's kind of like dropping. Who? Well, you got your actors. Um, I haven't, I haven't gotten that deep. Fine, fine, Anthony. Hey, I'm open. I'm hey, open. You gotta listen to our episode thirty. Yeah, no, oh yeah, yeah. That's the one. That's the one that I listen to. Oh, okay, yeah, okay, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you need to connect the time. I'm gonna hit up some people for sure. Yeah. And this is a movie that can be made for the low because it's about like just working. Mm-hmm. So you just get an office. Yeah. And some people. Right. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> right here. Um, but uh, yeah, the new black is something that I'm working on. Yeah. Also, a movie called like Dominator. It's about a gang member in the '90s. But he's uh like he has like homosexual desires, but he joined he joined a gang so, so he could different. dominate men, but right. it could be considered like acceptable. Yeah, right. Sure. So if sure. he like tells a dude, "Yo, suck my dick," like, right? Like, it's because he's he's a thug, but he really wants his dick up. Yes, and uh, it, it's gonna mess with people so it's bad. Fuck him up, yo. <laughs> what's the name of this one? It's gonna be called Dominator. Dominator. I can't wait. And this one is wow. also gonna be like a biopic because it's gonna be like, okay, this is what made him this way, yep. and then he starts doing his thing, and then it's like, okay, the person who fucked with him when he was a kid sure. just got out of jail. Uh, now what does he do? He wants to be a gangster. He right, can't be yeah. dominated if he's the dominator. Right, right. So now he murks that guy. But who does he become after he kills a man? Mm. And then we go on that journey. And then who sees him? What? What? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah. when he becomes like a crackhead and like right. it's the early 2000s and people are like, damn, look at this dusthead. Like chill. He used to be a gangster right. back in the day. Uh, right. You know, like yeah. shit like that. Yeah. You know? I like it. I'm liking it. <laughs> I'm, I'm just I'm planning out all in my head. I, that one, you know, I was going. I'm. A lot of movies don't end well. So, or, no, let me not say it, it doesn't end well. Well, it doesn't end well. But it also, it doesn't end the way we want it to. So, it's like, damn, well, how is this going to end? Does he die? Does, the, does it just end? Which is what I absolutely hate. <laughs> uh, does he go to jail? Does he get caught up on that murder scene? Do you pull that back out on him? Mm-hmm. It, I don't know. Yeah. That that's I'm thinking in my head, how would that movie end? But that's, that's good. I... I, I I have to wait and see. Oh uh, yeah, because I can't. You can't. You can't spill all the beans on the show. Right on. Yeah, and <laughs> these are these are two projects. I'm trying to do like a '90s trilogy. Like, and then I have another film called The Vibe. Mm-hmm. And it's about a boy who has a cassette tape, 
and like this cassette tape has all the jams on it mm-hmm. and like you play these jams in order and the shorty will drop her panties gotcha. like you know uh, so there's some yeah, young a couple things in a, in a chamber yeah yeah uh, in a vault. It, it's yeah. some it's like some yeah. nerds and they're like yo we gotta steal his cassette tape ah cause yeah. they want the girls to drop the panties yeah, ah. yeah. so they go on that little journey and you know it's just like a little like nerd thing cause yeah. I feel like black people were excluded and a lot of like movies about people working in firms mm-hmm. a lot of movies about people going through high school experiences yeah. and stuff like that so mm-hmm. it's like alright I'm gonna put some movies in the timeline yeah. like mm-hmm. it came yeah. out in 2020 but it's about yeah, the 90s yeah. right. like let's fill yeah, in that yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I, there's this documentary on Netflix called the 90s yeah um, and you know it was yet. a lot of um, stuff about um I think that there's there's a ver- there's an 80s version and a, and a 90s one. So um, the 90s one is, is what I really saw, and they talk about TV shows, how they shape. You know, they talk about Frasier, um, Seinfeld, and and um, all the white shows. Right, right. They did not list the the Marriott, the 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 um, the abundance, the the. Um, the fullness of what was 90s black TV. Right. You had Martin. Yes. You had Living Single. Yes. Fresh Prince. Yes. Um, you had Parenthood. Only thing they, they talked Par- about was Bill Cosby. Um, yeah, yeah, they, they, they touched they on that Cosby, brief, um, yeah. briefly. Cosby but, um, with And those things, like nothing, all those shows were doing well. Right. Mm-hmm. It just stopped. Like the, the 90s show just stopped. It just stopped, yeah. So, oh, you know what? The Wayans brothers that. mentioned that Sean... He said, like, once you get to 100 episodes, you can be, like, syndicated and, like, get more money and stuff like that. Blackish. And Blackish it, just hit 100, 100 episodes. I love Blackish. Which means, yeah, which means, like, now, like, they can go into bigger markets. Like, gotcha. they have enough content really? to where they can sell yeah. all these episodes to, like, Japan. That's something I'm trying to do. Oh, yeah, like, sure. yeah. Once you build, Once you build volume, yeah, you can have it be on other networks and other countries. That. Yeah. yeah. Like, the reruns on other networks. Exactly. Other just like countries. Everybody Hates Chris. It was on, yeah. like, four channels at once. Right, and right, right. And then they started getting more money. So the Wayans oh. brothers said that they had gotten canceled right before that. Wow, hundred episode sure. mark. Yeah, and that show that was one of my favorite shows. Yeah, like, that was a good, one wow. of our top five. That one of our top five was um, top five nineties um, black TV shows, like top five nineties TV shows. And of course, they had all the classics on it that we know and love that we grew up on. Right, you know, we love Will Smith. Mm-hmm. We saw Will Smith's evolution from oh yeah from the 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 Fresh Prince. Uh, of course, we weren't young old enough to know how he was like rapping and stuff like that. Right, but right. I saw him in Fresh first yeah. he had all the fly jordans he had all the chicks to for him to develop into this mega movie star absolutely um, you know we saw his development but for them to not mention all those black mo- all those black tv shows not give them the credit that they deserve right. for shaping culture you know now everybody wants to be black um, right no um not paul was it paul Mooney? yeah paul Mooney said um everybody wants to be a nigga but nobody wants What's to be a nigga mm-hmm. exactly could you believe that shit it's yeah. just true it's true it's so true it's true I mean, we shape a lot. Yeah. I mean, look at the look at basketball and football. Yeah. I mean, they then when they just speak up, it's just so powerful. Right. Like, like that shut up and dribble. Have you watched that yet? No, I haven't. It's, Damn, you, you see how how, how Bron flipped that? Yeah, like somebody said about him. Mm-hmm. Now he just flipped it. To but the whole but thing. it's the, he he started back with I think it was Will Chamberlain when he was um when if he would have shot up and dribble, yeah. we wouldn't be where we are today right. in the right. sports world. Right. And it, and it's all that chain line. Um, Bad Magic and Bird, yep. um, Isaiah Thomas, right. um, Will Chamberlain, yep. whoever else, um, whoever else was in that mix, um, was it Kareem Abdul Jabbar? Mm-hmm. I didn't know his. He had two names. I I didn't know that. Oh, I didn't know that yeah, 
Luol. So I always heard about this guy named Luol Sendin. He was so good. He was this. And I always said to myself, oh, he looks like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. <laughs> For about 15 years. I'm no lie. And then this, like, last weekend, yeah. when I watched the first episode of Shut Up and Dribble, it was, um... They confirmed it that that was the same. I said, "Oh my god, I never, yeah. what the fuck I've been doing for fifteen right. years?" I thought I didn't know Lou Alcindor. I thought he was like a basketball player that died and never made yeah, NBA. Yeah. It was fucking Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Yeah. I'm like, oh, but he played a big role in yeah. what the what the NBA is today and speaking yeah. up and speaking on rights and speaking on pay and sleeping in different hotels yeah. than it than his team. And then uh, he was a coach uh, and a player, first and only person I think that ever did that. Whole bunch of shit. It was, it's good though, but if we just shut up and dribble, we wouldn't have. We wouldn't be where we are today. Absolutely. We might still be fucking picking cotton. Yeah, absolutely. And we, we we've proven so many people wrong, like our abilities, and you know, um, and it's crazy that nobody still wants to give us a chance. Now, what did you think about Black Panther as? The way how it was received, that was like a worldwide movement, people coming in their African garb, um, people really receiving it as, you know, st- another character that Stan Lee created. Uh, right. um, to fight, I think um, there was a comic that he made of Black Panther fighting the KKK. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, so that's that, that's definitely interesting. So how did you think about the movie, first and foremost, Ryan Coogler and how it was received by us? Okay, yeah. I think that... <clears throat> Number one, shout outs to Ryan Coogler because yeah, he's on the list too. Yeah. Paving the way, uh-huh. you know. Um, I would say, like, first, I, the first time I saw Black Panther, I saw the day it came out, which I always tell people to not do that, which is kind of backwards. Mm-hmm. But it's like, that's the hype. Yeah. You caught up in the Friday night, yeah. uh-huh. you got your popcorn, you yep. got your soda, like, you just got paid, yeah. like, you with your shorty. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. like everything is going well. So, of course, you just trying to have a good time. Of course, when you get out, exactly. you're going to go on Facebook and be like, oh, I just saw Black Panther. It was dope. Go see it. Da, da, da. Mm-hmm. So, first time I saw it, I was like, cool movie bro you know um yeah. i thought it was i thought it was wavy i saw it a second time yeah. because uh, i was a teaching artist not too long ago yeah. and we mm-hmm. took our students to the movies on the weekends and like i saw it the second time and the second time i saw it it was a formulaic movie sure. to an sure. extent um yeah. but i like that it had some good storytelling where it was like hey it's two sides and you might you agree with the villain and the protagonist mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. i was like ah oh, i shit. think we had a debate about yeah, that yeah, yeah. i think we, we, we agree with both, with yeah. both of them yeah that was mm-hmm. thing that that's that was the point of it all that was yes that was like one of the best parts of the movie yeah. um i didn't get too deep into like any conspiracies that sure. people had developed but like i thought the movie was good i felt like um it was forward you know, for them to be like, look, so he's got a mostly black cast and it's doing numbers. Mm-hmm. We just gotta like keep duplicating. I mean, we have with Girls yeah. Trip and mm-hmm. Black sure, Panther. We sure. we we killing them. Yeah, yeah. So, this year was a good year. Definitely a good year. Definitely so, a good year. I like Black Panther. I like what it did. I like the idea of representation. Mm-hmm. I like the idea that people who cosplay because yeah. I'm into anime. Mm-hmm. It's like there's more characters that they can do. Sure. Um, and just looking forward to the expansion. I feel like it was a necessary thing. You know, whether whether people dug it or not. Mm-hmm. As far as people like coming out with the garments and stuff yeah. like that, that was a little extra. We was it was in the moment. Yeah, we was in the moment. We were, we were just so happy to be like, look, this is us. We mm-hmm. look good. Yeah. We're we're powerful. We're not servants. Like, yeah. and it felt good watching that movie here and all like the disses to like colonizers. Sure. And sure. Yeah. So it was a little thing. Definitely sensational though. We'll see what happens over time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I know part um, two. It's, it's, it's <laughs> part, part two is definitely greenlit. Because um, they made a ton of money, made over oh, a billion yeah. dollars. Mm-hmm. Of course, they didn't expect that shit. Mm-hmm. But, um, I don't God think the second one gonna do that happen. well. 
it, it might even do better. I don't think you so. Never know. Oh, just I mean, good. I hope it does. Yeah, I would think it's gonna be just as good. I think the hype has died down. Right. But I mean, I still think it's gonna be good, and I'm still gonna go see it. Right. But because um, you can't not watch something with, on Twitter. On social media, facts, because they blow the whole shit for you. Yeah. <laughs> so, how, how has your has your um, approach changed because of social media? Because we we've seen six years ago, was there Instagram? I don't. It was. Yes, there was Instagram, was. but not. I was on. I it. wasn't using it that much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was on it. So, how have you integrated your um, your social media to, to promote yourself? That's a great question. Yeah. Um, so like I used to be heavy on Facebook more, mm-hmm. yeah. um, and I would put my videos on YouTube, yeah. and then I started realizing that social media sites don't. I had to figure this out. I used to think, hey, if you make a good video, people will just go yeah, and nope. go look at it. Yeah, nope. exactly. We produce good content, con- content, and some people are like, oh, you do a podcast? Exactly. I, think I post this shit three times a week, five exactly. times a week. But exactly. Go ahead. Yeah. No, so I was I was understanding that, and I was like, okay, I have to make a change. Mm-hmm. So. Um, once Instagram didn't always accept video, mm-hmm. but then once they started, and once I found out how to put videos on my phone, I didn't look back. Mm. I was like, I'm doing this. Yeah. So yeah. I started taking old videos that I had and putting those clips on Instagram gotcha. earlier this year. Mm-hmm. People were going crazy over stuff I shot two, three years ago. Right. So yeah. that's when I was like, okay, you, you got them. Yes. 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 And yeah. I was like, all right, bet. I'm going to start putting stuff out. So um, Instagram is my main platform now because mm-hmm. I feel like Instagram, it's like, it supports aesthetics. Mm-hmm. People, like to double tap like if it looks good as soon as they see it they want to double tap yeah, yeah. you know what i mean you've got a 30 second clip they'll watch it mm-hmm. like people are there to find stuff to look at yeah um facebook is where people went to like connect send messages stuff mm-hmm. like that instagram is just like entertainment entertainment, entertainment so, yeah that's I've, true i've been using instagram more mm-hmm. i've been focusing on making like one minute videos sure. 30 minute videos yeah. uh i've actually started releasing like footage of me doing like podcasts mm-hmm. putting it out there so i'm understanding now with social media like you want to be a filmmaker that's great but you have to be a content creator now first right. mm-hmm. you have to make stuff that is 15 seconds long that'll interest people so that they will buy into your hour yeah you know mm-hmm. so that's where i'm at right now you know learning the ebb and flow social media definitely changed my approach sure. though because sure. like back in the days which was not that long ago yeah. you would make a film send it to a festival and hope that people saw it yeah now you can put out a short film on YouTube and just mm-hmm. make bread off of that. Yeah. Oh yeah. And just monetize it that yeah. way. Yeah. A lot of people are doing that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I'm 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 definitely like video on demand is a thing now. Mm-hmm. So if you put out a film, like people don't have to go to theaters. Mm-hmm. They can pay for it on Vimeo. You can sell it to like uh, Netflix or Hulu. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So social media definitely changed my approach for the better though. To capture a wider audience. Yeah. 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 With those um scripts that you have in a um in a vault. Oh yeah. Chamber. In a chamber. Yeah. Do you plan on um trying to sell them to Netflix or um well I think Apple is coming out with a streaming service too. So okay. I'll be looking for things and so I'm glad you asked that. Uh, so the reason why I'm setting these up now mm-hmm. is so that like I have I have a couple of other series and things that I have like coming out now. Mm-hmm. So I have something called Sonic Gallery and then also have a yes, uh, we gotta talk about that. That's cool. cool, but go ahead. Thank you. Um so we got Sonic Gallery. Mm-hmm. Uh, I produce a YouTube series for an eight year old uh, called Nyla's Got Swag. That's an active channel now. So mm-hmm. I'm developing that her storyline her character sonic gallery is its own thing mm-hmm. and then i'm creating another reality series it's the first time i'm speaking about it it's called fake it Exclusive. or make it hold on Exclusive. Exclusive. 
We're getting exclusive right now, people. Drop, uh, we drop got, the we, bombs. We drop, the bomb. <laughs> drop the bombs. Go ahead. I'm developing another reality show. It's called Fake It or Make It. Mm-hmm. This is, imagine, like, Judge Judy mixed with, like, Catfish. So, basically, like, whenever an entrepreneur and a freelancer have, like, a shady deal or something, yeah. uh-huh. then both of them tell us their sides. Mm-hmm. Not in the courtroom. We go meet up with the freelancer, right. meet up with like, the entrepreneur. And hear both sides of the story. Hear both sides. And then we tell them that's what they cool. both did wrong. I like that. Yeah, and we let them hash it out. Yeah. Wow. So that's that's going to be me and uh, my co-host. Mm-hmm. I have someone at the moment. I don't want to blow them up because yeah, we yeah. got to sign the papers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, sure, sure. yeah but um, that's figured to make it. It's going to be my reality show. Cause I like that. I, I like reality TV. I like how it can be educational. It can be. It can be, but it I don't. Can. I don't want to do no drama. Yeah, so it's like y'all two could fight. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If they want to fight, they could fight. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna just. I'm gonna be the Jerry Springer. You, you gonna, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. You so. might need a Steve. I might you you right. You I might get some security, yeah, but you might need a Steve. <laughs> basically, when when these things, these are the things for like yeah. the social media, I like, like Sonic it. Gallery. Yeah. You see those one minute clips. You're like, yeah. whoa, what the hell is this? Yeah, and like, yeah. we're faking to make it. You're gonna see like a rapper f- trying to fight a producer, and then mm-hmm. you're like, oh. And then after that, once they say, hey, you got anything long term? Like, you got something? You got a script? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, yo, buy this movie from me, Warner Brothers. Like, right. I got the script. It's already written. I got yep. the plan. It's only gonna cost you this much to make it. Mm-hmm. Like, so these screenplays, they're for that. Okay. Right. When they start knocking on the door, like, hey, I like what you did here. You got anything else you want to do? Yes, definitely. Yeah. That fake it or make it, if that producer blows up or that artist blows up, and then 20 years down the line, they do a, like, a, um, what is it called? A bio, what is, a bio, what, a bio, biopic or yeah, something? Yeah. They do that on them. You, you'll you have that footage. They'll come looking for you for Absolutely. that footage. Yeah. Absolutely. So that's beneficial for you as well. Yeah. Definitely. Wow. Yeah. I'm liking this idea. Thank you. And one of my goals, especially like also with Sonic Gallery, is to give artists a platform that we feel deserve a spotlight. Mm-hmm. And then... You know, after they get the spotlight, being able to say, Sign a Gallery gave me a spotlight. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Put the light on me. It's kind of like, um, I was listening to Masterclass, Oprah, um, the Masterclass with Kevin Hart, how he was saying, like, it was like a theater out here in New York, and it was a um, theater out, Laugh, Comedy Laugh Black House. Factory, yeah. yeah, Laugh Factory in Philly, uh, that... You know, put them on. That was his spotlight, and that was that's what Sonic yeah. Alley. Really yes, does. and when when comedians, if you go and you look at their their YouTube pay, uh, pages like Laugh Factory and like the Comedy Cellar, you see comedians from like that are blowed up now, yeah. like writing for NBC and stuff right. like that. Right. You see them doing comedy at those places, and it's yeah. like it's good to have platforms yeah. for that reason. Because yeah. I, I noticed a lot of platforms for artists are very shady, and I wasn't sure. feeling that. And sure. I was like, everyone's getting robbed. Nobody's really getting to perform, yeah. and you know, get get. Full Footage and have that be promoted right. like it's like they weren't working for the artist the artist was working for right. them and that, that's what I wanted to do with uh, Young Dude TV giving everybody a platform to right. show their talent um, I wasn't charging any money because I was I just could- about to say that Oh, go, go ahead. You wasn't charging nobody yeah. money. You was authentically genuinely going after people you felt was doing what yeah. they were supposed to be doing and like there are people, I ain't going to say nobody's names. Sure. I ain't going to promote their mixtape. But <laughs> there's people out there who charge for interviews and charge yeah. to you yeah. know, be on their podcast. And it's like, what kind of quality do you have yeah. that people yeah. could just pay to be yeah. up here? Right. You know? And then so. that thing, too, I couldn't justify because I, I was working a job that was paying me, um, you know, pretty, pretty decent. And um, sure, the equipment costs, you know, X amount of money. All I needed was, all I had was my camera, you know, my laptop that I already had. And the only thing that I came out of pocket for, 200 bones, is uh, Final Cut Pro, which I needed to edit the videos. But, okay. you know, that it, it is what it is. Yeah. Um, I couldn't justify saying, okay, this is how much this costs. Because in my mind, I'm like, okay, you're going after young people too. 
they probably don't have that. They're mm-hmm. trying to build themselves up. So you be that you you be that trampoline to kind of launch them up. And again, I kind of justify myself doing it, so I, I never brought it up into the conversation. That's righteous. That's yeah. what's up. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Um, so what do you think about Netflix? Right, mm-hmm. we all love Netflix. Uh, he has every uh, password to Netflix. He doesn't pay for any of his streaming nope. stuff. Yeah. Um, Copy. Um, <laughs> T-Mobile pays for mine because I'm with T-Mobile. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, yes. sh- shout out to T-Mobile. It's tight. But um, how is it benefits to Netflix and there's a downside to Netflix? Right. So because of the content being there and people not watching it, yes. like, all right, I could come back to it when I absolutely. When I need it. Yeah. There's no more like must see TV these days. So absolutely. Um, how is how do you feel about that? Um, basically, uh, okay, so Netflix is a win for filmmakers to an mm-hmm. extent okay. because it's like if I go out and I make a movie, um, Netflix will buy it from me mm-hmm. and they'll put it up there and they'll stream it for like six months or whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like that'll be cool because I can say, hey, go watch my movie on Netflix. Mm-hmm. The downside is Netflix will buy any old movie sometimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when people give for a... content. For content, so for that content. they can say, we got a bunch of movies yeah. for you to watch. Yeah. And then um, the sad part is, you know, people, get they trust Netflix, mm-hmm. and they say, I'm going to watch this movie that I've never heard of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they watch it. It is like the this piece is of... Yeah. The worst thing yeah. they ever saw. Yeah. And then, they, <laughs> then they're like, fuck Netflix. Like, yeah. And then they just want to stick to their good movies. So yeah. I think Netflix needs to just do a better job at curating. Sure. And then, like, it's bad for the viewer, good yeah. for the the seller. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and we you know the, the, the amount of times that I went on Netflix and say can't that yes, anything? I'm gonna I'm gonna watch something. Can't find anything. Come right the hell back to Netflix and watch the same movie I yeah. watched uh-huh. on iTunes before. It's, it's, it's you know how many times I put Black Panther on to go to sleep <laughs> <laughs> or um, Baby Boss. Oh, Boss Baby. Yeah, Boss Baby. That shit is my... I love that movie. I, I fall asleep on it all the time. Yeah. It's not that it's not good. It's just... It's just I, I just yeah. put it on that, 12, it, 1 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Right, right. So, like, you know, I fast forward to the party and I watch 10 minutes. And I <laughs> fast forward to the party. I remember like... <laughs> next, next thing you know is a month right. for take me to watch right. the damn video. Um, so, talk about your Sonic Gallery. Ooh, okay. Sonic Gallery is a, a new, non-traditional format for fresh artists. So there will never ever be an episode of Sonic Gallery with Beyonce. There will never ever be an episode mm-hmm. of Sonic Gallery with any artist who's already established mm-hmm. because they can go to the VMAs and the AMAs and they can perform at the Grammys. Like yep. they already got stages. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like a lot of up-and-coming artists don't have the right stages. I've seen. I've been in the game for a while, and I've yeah. seen a lot of artists pay to play, which has its upsides, but it has a lot of downside sure. where people are paying 250 for tickets and then they're kind of giving them away because they just want to perform right. and then they're performing to empty rooms which yeah. is sad it's yeah, a sad yeah, sight yeah. to see yeah. um and then you have artists who like do their thing they sell their tickets they get their spot but then they're performing at one o'clock because the yeah. promoter put the show together for their sure. friends who are rappers sure. yeah so they you sold tickets your audience saw the promoter's friends, yeah. and then and not you. Yeah, not you, because yeah. you going on at one o'clock, and they're like, "Oh, bro, I gotta go home. I got yeah. work in the morning." Yeah. So I wanted to develop something. I didn't. I didn't want to throw events, True. and I didn't want to throw parties. You know, I was like, I want to do something within my superpower. I always go back to like, what's my superpower? How can I? How can I use what I know and sure. do well sure. to aid this situation? So um, I was like, all right, I'm going to come up with my own show, my own web series. Yeah. Not just a live event, but mix something in so that there's like a retro effect. Yeah. Meaning like uh, 
after it's done, you can still get value out of it. Because a lot of events happen, they happen, and then, like, that's it. Yeah. If you didn't hire a video guy, you have no footage. Mm-hmm. If you didn't hire a photographer, that's yeah, it. Yeah. So I was like, all right, we're going we're gonna to do a show. Provide all that. Provide all that. Have yeah. a host. Yes. Have a proper lineup. Like, curated. Because yeah, sure. when people do these other lineups, it's like... These are the people who were available, and these are who you perform with. Yeah. It's a it's a country band, and then there's a trap rapper, and then there's gonna be like a a, a neo soul singer, yeah. and it's yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. sometimes that works, but sometimes that's weird, cause yeah. you know what I mean. So sign a gallery, it's not just performances. People don't always just come up and just like perform their song. Mm-hmm. So it's like the rappers they participate in a cipher. So you're having fun uh, watching them display their yeah. flow. Yeah. It's not like they just perform in a song. Like mm-hmm. they have to make the most of the two minutes that they have. Yeah. And then that's it. After you hear one rapper, boom, two minutes done. Next person. Next person. Yeah. So so is this a free place or do you charge? Yeah, Sonic Gallery is free to the public. Uh-huh. Um, at well, the, not for the guests. I'm talking oh, about the artists. No, they never. Free. You know what's so cool about Sonic Gallery? The artists don't pay. What we do is we offer catering services. Wow. And we actually transport them to the venue. Wow. Yeah, yeah. That's so, so I just sent this girl that used to uh, work. I used to work with She's a Singer. I just sent her your link to your well, thank page. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, um, because, like, there's another thing that I had experienced when I was uh, going to events. Because I wanted to support people, too. Mm-hmm. And one thing that stopped me from wanting to go out was just so many things being whack. Like, mm-hmm. you, I would go to an event, and I'd be like, hey, what time is so-and-so coming? And they're like, oh, they're not coming. They couldn't get a ride. This is your event, and you didn't want to make sure that the artist was going to come. Did you forget about Uber? Right, right. Yeah. That too. The yeah. train? Sometimes people will flake. Sometimes people will just not want to come. Know, you know those people like that? I mean, not saying this is 100% true, but sometimes it's like, you're not really into your craft if you're going to let a ride mm-hmm. prevent you from performing. Yep. 100%. Like, every performance, regardless if it's in front of one person or a million people, is a way to perform to get better perfect your craft and if you're not willing to do that for a small venue like what do you really uh, i mean like stop i think us and our generation like we got a a lot of people who's out there trying to create content and trying to do it but you're battling against so much and um it kind of deters you when you don't blow up off of your thing regardless of how good it is immediately yeah yeah. i had a conversation with one of my cousins and he's so talented he, he does he writes produce acts well he does everything he's been doing it since he was like like 12 13 mm-hmm. and then he gets so discouraged i'm like he doesn't he gets so discouraged that he doesn't even put his content out and then he had he had told me that atlanta season one the comment the jokes and the storyline he actually wrote and had and showed it to me was the same thing in atlanta and i said well did you ever show this to anybody no i didn't think it would work Wow. I'm like, you could have been the Atlanta. Like yeah. you wrote this already. Because he he's that he's like a Donald Glover type of guy, minus yeah. the music. Right, right. Um, right. Damn. Well actually he did write for a little while. But anyway, he was like, Yeah, he's like that that same thing I wrote that three years ago. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, bro, you could have put this content out. Yeah. But he gets so discouraged because the shit doesn't pop that he just doesn't put it out. And right. it's so frustrating. Because I'm like, bitch, I could be a millionaire because of you at this point. <laughs> and you fucking me up. Because you're, you're the talent. Just let me do the security piece. Damn. Let me protect you. Right, right. <laughs> like, you're fucking my money yeah. up. Damn. So, but we have a, a younger cousin. that He's blowing up right now. He's doing... Um, He's doing a lot, a lot of video videography. I don't know what it is. Um, for like a lot of people, um, a lot of night, a lot of popping nightclubs in DC. Dope. Uh, he's done some. He was at the VMAs. He nice, was at the MTV nice. Awards. Nice. He's done a lot right. Th- this year. He's been putting all his shit out and and it's been showing. He started connecting with this dude 
um, King Flex from DC, who's like Diddy's number one promoter of Ciroc. Oh wow! So okay, like cool. he's really close with him, and because of that, he's my cousin is getting all these connections. Nice. So hopefully that takes out other cousins. Like all right, well he's <laughs> he's been struggling now. He's starting to blow up. Maybe yeah, I can get in. Maybe you can piggyback. Yeah, I'm like, god damn it, because I need y'all yeah, right now. Right, absolutely. I don't want to work anymore. Right. Well, I don't want to do this work. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that's Sonic Gallery thing. That's so know, cool. It's amazing. Yeah, man. it's, a, it's amazing. I'm a Thank you. What, what nights is it? Um, well the next one we do it uh it's totally independently produced so mm-hmm. like um we do it um once every two to three months okay so we okay. Ha- we we did one um in september mm-hmm. and then we released the episode in october mm-hmm. uh we're gonna do another one most likely in january yeah. and then okay. we're gonna release it in february so it's like if you didn't come that in between month you get to watch it and yeah. then like the next, next couple month, of months we'll yeah. have a new one yeah we that, build it up that will have people clamoring damn i missed yeah, it i missed so it I yeah it's so good this yeah. the second one we did had a lot of people saying i want to be there i want to wow, see yeah, it because yeah. we the do the it was good thank you the artists are good thank you yeah, yeah and we we curate it we we look at them and we say okay well if we're going to use these beats for these artists yeah. then we got to get a dj that's like this mm-hmm. for the next one i'm gonna say we'll here I'm gonna, I'm gonna give y'all some juice real quick. Why yeah. aren't? So for the next one, what <laughs> I wanna go. do? Dropping bombs, dropping yeah. bombs. I wanna have like I wanna get international rappers. So I wanna get like a rapper who who speaks Spanish, yeah. who raps in Spanish. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, have yeah. them in the cipher one yeah. time. You know what I mean? And then for the DJ, I wanna get like a Caribbean DJ because like. That's all. It's not it's, foreign to me, like dancehall music. Yeah. But I want to have a DJ really mix dancehall mm-hmm. and reggae yeah, and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. And at the end, I want to have like a real hardcore rock band. It's this DJ. Contrast. I'm gonna find his page. He was probably one of the best DJs. Now there's a lot of DJs out there that just play hot songs mm-hmm. and it's not really mixing, yeah. and it irritates the fuck out of me. Yeah, yeah. There was this one DJ at this bar in Brooklyn called uh, Sweet Something. Sweet Chick. No, no, no. Um. I'm going to look it up in a second. But this DJ, I was so impressed by his fucking music mm-hmm. that I stayed the whole fucking night because he was just vibing. Like, he went from reggae to DMX to fucking Celine Dion and wow. pulled it back. Wow. And all of it flowed. Wow. Like, wow. it was insane. Like, I was like, this is the best DJ yeah. I've ever <laughs> seen in New York City because there's so many events and venues that everybody's just DJing. Like, anybody can find the hot songs and yeah, just play it right. and play the next song. Yeah, absolutely. And then slow it down a little bit. Everybody and speed got Bluetooth and yeah, speakers I, and all I'm that. I'm impressed. Yeah. But when he was mixing and then he was he was he was in the zone. He was yeah. dancing. He he was sweating. Because oh, wow. uh, he was so hyped off his music. He was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, yo, this nigga. I'm, I, got, I, follow, I followed him on Instagram. Oh, please. Yes. Yeah, we, I'm trying to find him. We go after people like that. Yeah. We also specifically focus on people who have been consistent. Because okay. so, we don't we don't want someone who decided to become a rapper yesterday. Like We're looking for people who have like, I've been putting out music. So most of the artists who are on our show, yeah. the reason why it's a worthy investment is because they've already invested in themselves. I've seen them put out videos at like year after year you know what i mean yeah. i've seen them put out mixtapes year after year and i'm like all right you're ready like yeah. why not like let's let's capture your essence mm-hmm. on this show so yeah sonic gallery is for the people gotcha it's for the people gotcha. yeah and supremecinema.com is still up um supreme cinema so supreme cinema at the moment the website is is i think it's up supreme-cinema.com yeah, gotcha. um but basically what i'm trying to do now is develop the uh 
develop the um the products sure. and, and then let people know about the, gotcha. the, the home because gotcha. supreme cinema owns sonic gallery yep. supreme yeah. cinema owns faker to make it yep. and all those movies that yeah, i mentioned sure, sure. Mm-hmm. so it's like the base base yeah but um i feel like people i don't know i'm learning about the social media yeah, world yeah, and yeah. it's like people would rather know about the little stuff than the co- yeah because Viacom owns BT, VH1, MTV. Right. I don't give a shit about Viacom. Right. Give right. me my BT and right. my VH1. And all so that. so yeah. the Supreme Cinema website, um, when it when it relaunches, yeah. it will have like literally just like logos of the the products yeah, that we produce. Yeah. That way, like yeah. when you go to Viacom or when you go to certain record labels sure. website, sure. you just see the artists that are yeah. on that label, yeah. and that's where you create the identity. So you you know we're just going about it in a different way, gotcha. but the train is gotcha. still moving. Gotcha. It's called Sweet. Brooklyn. Oh, sweet Brooklyn. Um, I'm gonna find an artist for you now. Please. Gotcha. Um, he's. I think. I mean, I was there. What? This time last year. So he said he's there every Friday night. So good. Um, go. I'll try to find him real quick. But it was. It was good. Got you. So we have a top five segment, right? Now uh, we're gonna do. I was a little bit later, but we want you to give your top five, either content creators or directors. Okay. Top five, no debater. Top five, top five, top five. Um, you need I want to say, yeah. Do you need you need a few minutes to think? Well, when we say content creators, does that count as like like people on Instagram? Like whether what, regardless of their profession, uh, like yeah, they create content. Matter, yeah. Okay, it's just strictly right. content creators. All right, bet, bet. I'm a, can I I'm a, can I mix it up a little bit? Yeah. All right, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, this, is, this is your top five, sir. All right, I'm gonna mix it up, mix it up. All right, all right. So top five. All right. Number one at the top of my list. Start at five. Oh, start at five? Yeah, okay, okay, okay. Start at five, work your way up to number one. All right, number five, I'm going to go with um, King Vader. Okay, who's that? King Vader does, like, anime videos, but, like, it's not anime videos. He parodies anime as, like, a, okay. as a person of color. He like brings anime into like real life situations and okay. anime characters and stuff like Is that. Is that the same guy that does, uh, did he do one for Black Panther? He did one for like Naruto, and he always does the thing where yeah, they like, yeah, 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 like that. I love so, that shit, bro. I King Vader, yeah. they do like the back and forth thing, like, like uh, and then the beat, and is they behind do the dances, it. bro. It's you, I'll show you. show you. So he's that's number five. Hilarious. Yeah, he, yeah. They, they're dope. Yeah. Um, so that's number five. Yeah. Number four, Takashi Six Nine. Really, really. I, yo, as far as content goes, whether people hate uh, Takashi or yeah. love Takashi, yeah, yeah, yeah. they be in the mix. Oh mm-hmm. man! All right, boom! This is gonna be content creators. Cool. Yeah. So Takashi Six Nine. Yeah. Um, and then right after Takashi, yeah, I'm gonna say uh, three. Fifty Cent. Okay. Yeah. Mm. When it comes to creating content and staying relevant, God yeah, damn. He does it. Whoa! Like never a dull moment with mm-hmm. this guy. Never. Like he eighty steps ahead of all sure, of us. Sure, sure. Um, and then after that. Uh, Kim Kardashian. Oh, sure. Really? Dude, Kim Kardashian, yeah. we get like a million likes on she photos. Sells she does. Everything. She does. Oh, she, yeah. she is like, regardless of what people really think about her mm-hmm. and her family, yeah. they... Or the family does it. The oh. Kim, oh, Kim, Chris, she sells everything. Yeah. She don't turn her dollar away. Yeah. I mean, she was fucking promoting fashion over. They're yeah. smart. Yeah. yeah. They're like, brilliant. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, Kim, I feel like... She's she got the she's the seal of approval. Gotcha. If Kim is there, Kim you're is lit. Yeah. yeah, true, true, true. And then number one, I gotta true. go with my boy Kanye West. Really? And I'm gonna say that he had a meeting with the president. He did. Show me any 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 artist any influencer who could have a meeting with Donald Trump. 
Like, oh man, I, I just yeah. felt like that was like next level. That was on CNN. Like, if you it went was. into the bank, they were showing Kanye West talking to the president. president like, right. yeah. I mean, like, what? I, you know, I honestly, you know what I thought you was gonna say? <laughs> Number one, Diddy. Oh when, really? When you say when you say Kim K. And how if anything they kind of oh yeah because oh, yeah. every if you look at all his posts him and him and Fifty Cent every time they post something they actually are promoting something yeah, yeah. oh man that's so, freaking smart um I seen his advertisement level is on so much on oh, like another level it's like like he always promotes Ciroc if yeah. you see him in the video he's got his aqua water with yeah. him like all his stuff that he does is like it's just like hey this is what I buy this is what I have you gonna keep seeing it on me right. and even. Will Smith is actually doing it now too with his just water for his son. Yeah, yeah. Every, every oh, yeah, video yeah. is this yeah. just water. You yeah. see him, they bring in just water, red right. table talk, yeah, just water. Right, yeah. uh, they make yeah. put, everything is just like advertise, advertise right. it. That's right. my number one thing too yeah. with um like content creators and just art artists. Period. It's like don't um. Like I'm doing this interview, and if if there was a photographer here, yeah. they wouldn't be able to say like when people walk away from this, they wouldn't be able to say, "Oh, he's dope because he's wearing a Nike shirt," sure. or "He's dope because like his pants are four hundred dollars." Yeah. It's like no, focus yeah. on the pure yeah, sure. what we talking about. Yeah. So like as far as uh, did he wear his own brand and stuff like that. It's coming back to him. Yeah. Like when people is. look at him, they're not saying, oh, he's dope because he's wearing Nike. Yeah. He's dope because he's Diddy. Yeah. And this is what Diddy wears. So, like, even with me, I try to, like, put that into, like, some of my work. So it's like, I have my own t shirt. It says Jesus wasn't white. I wear it. Yeah. Once enough media accrues of me sure. in it, sure. I'll let the public buy it. Yeah. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, they're going to be like, I want that shirt that he wears because yeah, yeah. he'd be talking shit when he wears yeah, that shirt. Sure, sure. Sure. So. Um, I also wrote, uh, I wrote merchandise into movies. Uh, so it's like, whether the movie takes off or not, um, the merchant, the merchandise will. Yeah. And the, the movie will kind of be like a commercial for the yeah, merchandise, yeah. if anything. And so. that's the same thing that you did with, uh, with Nikita and her, uh, yeah. and, and her, uh, her, her line, her yeah. clothing line. You wanted to make it into a movie. Absolutely. With assassins and crossbows and knives. Absolutely. Um, so where can they check that out at? Oh man, if you want to see if looks could kill, yeah, you can go. Yes. You can go on my personal Vimeo page, Vimeo.com/slash mm-hmm. Shoot Supreme. It might be on Shoot Supreme. It was so long ago. Yeah. But um, but the idea was I wanted to take the garments that my friend had sure. and put them in a light that I had envisioned them. Like we see movies like Fifth Element, yep. and um, we've seen movies like about the future and stuff like that. And I saw her clothes that she designed. Yeah. I was like, yo, I got this cool idea. Like yeah. I would imagine uh, if women were wearing your clothes, they sure. might be like assassins mm-hmm. or like some real crazy type, you know, people. So yeah. that was the vision. She was cool with it. Yeah, we made it. Um. But and, and that shit was amazing. Thank yeah. you, thank yeah. you. And then if, if someone watches that and they say, "Man, I like the way her body looks in that dress. I want that dress." They can go get it. Yeah, yeah. So it was a fashion film, but in a more practical sense. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, now Kanye's our favorite person. Number right? one content creator. Uh, he is his his early music was was astronomical. He was a producer mm-hmm. turned rapper. Um, um, unfortunately, of course, you know he lost his mom and all that jazz. Um, so, what do you think about the way he, for the past six months or so, Kanye has you know been more prevalent? You know his Instagram page, his Twitter account, uh, releasing these um, the, these albums. It was his album, Tiana Taylor, yeah, um, Pusha. That was um, a good Amy time. Cuddy, all Woo! That stuff. So, Woo! Um, 
what is and now he kind of rebuked everything he was like hey i realize i'm being used so i'm gonna you know kind of backtrack um it's crazy what what do you think about him um i think that kanye uh we're learning life through kanye and i mean this in, the, in like a in a in literal sense yeah. like he's going through changes and shifts and phases as most artists do and like we're we're in, not necessarily embracing that but we're seeing that okay a human being can change like yeah. someone we you know loved as an idol or they love i still love kanye sure but someone who the general public loved they no longer love yeah. and that this person has changed and just learning to let go and yeah. be like okay this isn't the person that i loved anymore mm-hmm. this isn't the artist i loved anymore i'm yeah. gonna move on right um so what do i think of him i think i think kanye's doing he's doing the thing Gotcha. Like and he's being pure. When he went to TMZ and he hugged that guy who disagreed with him, yeah. I was just like, first I thought it was fake. I, I believe like ninety percent of the things we see about celebrities are sure. staged. Sure. Don't know why I think this, yeah. but I just feel that way. I feel like Cardi B and Nicki Minaj, like that's like a thing to sell uh, records. Yeah, of I, I just I drama sells and yeah, I don't know. Unfortunately, yeah. So yeah. I thought it was staged, Drama's but. I, I thought when he hugged that guy, yeah. I was like, that's really genuine. Like, mm-hmm. Kanye's really speaking about something he's passionate about. Even if he looks dumb doing it, yeah, yeah, yeah. he I mean, will do it. I don't think he never speaks something that he's not passionate about. Yeah, he's passionate about everything. Yeah. 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 So, one last question for me. Um, let's say, how are you planning on changing the narrative with, with your content of black folks? Okay, yes. We, 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 we kind of touched on it, but not fully. But I'll yeah. give a clear... A clear answer. Okay. So as far as my content goes and um, changing the, the image of people of color mm-hmm. in, in film and television and media overall, my goal is to just simply like represent a plethora of personalities and likenesses in from the black community. Not in like a generic way, yeah. but like, yeah, you know, there are gangsters and yes, there are uh you know like nerds but there's nerdy gangsters yeah. mm-hmm. and then there's like gangsterish nerds and it's like 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 i just want to i just want to show them like we can be cyberpunks sure. we can be we can be afropunks mm-hmm. we can we can we can be on wall street yeah. like like if you saw uh, one thing i imagine kind of like what insecure but it's like just imagine like all the roles that you naturally see in life but just with, like black people, black people right. and it's like it's so hard for people to just see that yeah. and not and not see a black world that without white penetration like yeah. like that's the problem yeah, yeah and it's like yeah there are companies where it's just black people mm-hmm. there's barbershops and neighborhoods where it's just black people yeah. and like it's not necessarily a problem with it yeah and it's not okay. always it's not always like a struggle situation yeah. like sometimes it's just like a pretty situation yeah. so mm-hmm. um my goal is to just create like creative, abstract, yeah. beautiful, like intellectual films that display black people in a way where it's like it's not a it's not like a, a black film sure. because because mm-hmm. of like it has black people, but it's like it's a black film because it was made by a black man. Yeah. It has it has like black actors in it yeah. and it might not necessarily always be like a black issue yeah. but it's something that you know we can relate to and that they can have some insight to on our world so that okay. is um, that is amazing it is. Um, so um, we usually have this top five um, segment you know that we go through from five to one 
we um, I lost Harbu last week. So what they'll do, we have you be the first one to vote on whose top five is better. Because we usually oh, okay. we usually list it out, then put it up on those polls on the Instagram stories, and we have the people vote. The people decide. So we're gonna have you stay for that. That's cool. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Bet. Should we call a kill? For what? He said he wanted to call in and complain. About what? About us not putting something on the list. For really? Yeah. He in Texas right now. Call his ass. Hold on. We doing a live call right now. <sighs> Let's see what this guy. He was upset. What did we do last week? Oh, hood movies. Hood movies. And then we didn't put something in there. And he was like, "This, I'm disgusted. <laughs> I'm appalled. Yeah. He was upset. Let's see if he's busy. If he doesn't answer, that's fine. I don't understand why he should answer. There you go. Yep. What's going on? Yo, we were, we're recording right now. Um, you're live on the Most Everything Podcast, and I heard that you had something to say about last week's top five. No. <laughs> what, what happened? Can, can you tell us a, a, a brief synopsis? Kind of eating dinner. Oh, <laughs> hey, this is live. Hey, man, hey, take, put that chicken down real fast, and you just, know, we know you got chicken. Just, just give us, give us, <laughs> a, give us what we were missing, and how you feel. Um, I'm doing. Okay, all right, we want to give you a couple seconds. Yeah. Yeah, you ready? Yeah, I, I, I was upset that you had to have uh, Men's Society up there. Oh. In the top five movies. Hmm. Who you voted for, kid? You voted for me, right? Um. Come on, son. I, 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 I would have. I had, uh, I had Shotters up there, yo. Come <laughs> he on, had son. to throw that in there. <laughs> nah, I think I might have voted, voted for Corey, son. Wow. Wait, I'm about to check right now. Hold on, let me see. Fire what were the two nope, top nope. five? Let me tell you who voted for Reese. Who? On the Mostly Everything podcast. Who? His wife <laughs> and his wife's best friend. <laughs> <laughs> you got jokes? No, my fault, my fault, my fault. So, my top five was, yeah, I so. think, like, uh, shit, I, I can't remember what it Your is. Your top five was... Did, did, you, did you have dead presidents in there? No. Nah. Cor- Corey's on had dead presidents. Yeah, I had dead presidents. Who, what was Reese's, man? His, his Reese's was Shotters, Training Day, In Too Deep, and Boys, Boys in the Hood in New Jack City. That was recent. Nah, I felt like I felt like it should have been in there over into deep, man. You should have been a menace to society before yeah. into deep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I <laughs> agree on that. Into deep is recent. Wow. Yeah. And mine was That's playing. More memorable scenes. Mine's name a name a, 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 a famous scene from into deep. You can't. No, was it? Yeah, that's when name, I, name, name when 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 Ella Coo, when Ella Cool J stuck the pool stick up um Omar Epps ass. Oh. Um, okay, so how many how many famous scenes is there in Menace to Society? Man? There's there's there's, there's yeah, plenty. Yeah, when he shot when he Come shot on, the Korean man. owner, and, uh, and from the jump that was the beginning. Yeah, uh, my, my list was you done you done you done fucked up now. Yeah, <laughs> my my list was paid. Y'all, y'all don't want these y'all don't want these cheeseburgers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
You yeah, right. Come on. My list was paid for belly, dead presidents, New Jack City, and set it off. Yeah, I went with Corby's list. Damn, so uh, he just wanted my list too. Hey man, I uh, thank you, Rocco. I, 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 tr- <laughs> I tried to uh, right. Yeah, yeah. I tried to get the Caribbean community with the shatters, but I guess that didn't work. I didn't have too many <laughs> Caribbean people. I mean, I, re- I respect it, but <laughs> we talking hood films, man. Hood. So shatters was a hood film. It was, but that was more like Caribbean. Like that's me and you. I was thinking more for the people. Okay, <laughs> got you, got you, got you. All right, man. We're not going to take up too much more of your time. Uh, we appreciate it. And uh, the next top five is going to be, uh, what is it again? Oh, top five Thanksgiving dishes. Mm, that's All a right? good one. So sleep on I, it. I'm going I'm, I'm, I'm to give my opinion on that. I'm going to email that in. I right, bet bad, you. Bad, bad. So sleep on it and vote for me. All right, later. <laughs> <laughs> we stay still in votes. All right. Uh, I'll go first. Since you won last week. Yeah. Here we go. Top five, no Top five, top five, top five. So my number five dish uh, for Thanksgiving, I'm ahead. So my number five is dessert. You gotta have your sweet potato pie, your pumpkin pie, and then you know your aunt might make something special. My aunt does a punch bowl cake, which is like uh, like uh, vanilla uh, vanilla. What is it? Uh, pudding with like uh, bread crumbs and, and graham cracker crumbs, and it's all put together with some strawberries and whipped cream. It's off the hook. So desserts. Is a must-have. No, you have to be specific. What dessert? So, is why it the, 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 no, Because no, I no, eat no. it all. You can't have oh there, desserts and then desserts. It can be like chicken. Okay, what kind? What kind of chicken? So, what kind of dessert? Discard. You got to pick one. If I would have to pick one, yes. Since we just got off the phone with Kill, he said for the people. Yes, for the people. <laughs> it would have to be sweet potato pie. Sweet potato pie. All right. Um, my number five is pumpkin pie. Pumpkin okay. pie, Trump sweet potato pie. All right. We're going to find out what the people Put say. The I got me hungry. I'm about to do some pie tonight, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I got some downstairs. We, right. We're getting you ready for Thanksgiving. Yeah. We're getting you right. So my, my number four goes along with my, my other ones on my list. And I'm going to go with some, some candy yams. Mm. Y'all Americans, man. Y'all <laughs> disgusting. Right. The king syrup? Oh, my God. I never had it. It's not I mean, a, you it's, did it's just a, have. It's not a traditional. Cat. It's not a traditional. Yo, y'all Caribbeans need to stop my, only my eating hood. Caribbean food, my um, guy. Like he, had, <laughs> he had fried catfish for the first time the other day. Yeah, okay. At my house, because catfish is not. You know, we don't do that. Yeah, I, yeah. You told me the whole spill, yeah. but it's just like, come on, okay. you're fucking right. forty. Uh, so you have you have to have a solid ass side, right? And this side right here, uh, my moms make the best mashed potatoes. She whips it real good. Mm-hmm. Pause. All right. Uh, she put just enough butter, just enough black pepper, and um, she made that shit from scratch. No box mashed potatoes over here, baby. We boiling them potatoes. We mashing that shit, and then we're making some uh, some mashed. Little milk, little butter. Yep. Whip it up. All salt, that. pepper. All that. Yeah. Almond, almond milk too. Mm. Oh, y'all fancy. What, vanilla, fancy. vanilla flavor, yeah, and a hint real. of honey. Yeah, real. So my number three is collard greens. Oh you never had those either, have I you? I have collard greens. Oh, my God. Collard greens with the neck bones in it, with the turkey. Oh, my God. You get the extra flavor? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Collard greens, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so um, my number three, I'm going to do chow mein, 
Right. What? So this is a <laughs> one. This is, this is no, over. No, I'm, I'm hit. No, in the Caribbean household, chiming is the shit. Like my my best friend Rashida, my daughter's godmother, she makes the best chiming. It was basically spaghetti with some vegetables mm-hmm. and some uh, f- some chicken in there. Mm-hmm. But um, there's just enough spices. Um, it tastes amazing, and chiming has to be on the menu. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to just go ahead and just go with my number two now. We rebuttal okay. to that uh-huh. stuffing. Now, I said uh, yams on number four. Number okay. two, them two go together, the yams and the stuffing. Okay. And wait for my number one. I'm going to hit you in your head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, my number two is macaroni pie. Okay. What you call Dead. baked macaroni or yeah. whatever it is, whatever mm-hmm. you call that shit. Um, but, you know, Korean people call it macaroni pie because, mm-hmm. of course, we boil we boil the um the pasta. We put my mom put four or five different type of cheeses. We do in the there, same thing. Mix it up, put some milk in it, we then do the put same thing. put it inside the um, the, the frying pan. Thing. Put it in the oven we and then the boil and then um bake it enough so it's a nice crisp layer up top. It's brown <laughs> up top. All right? We do the same. We thing. We don't leave it yellow. We make sure it's nice. Oh, you gotta, well you gotta get the edges. So then when you take it out and you cut into it, you hear that crunch. Yeah. And then in the middle is moist. Yeah, I mean, so we do the same. Y'all just call it pie. Yeah. That always threw me off. I was like, what the yeah, hell is macaroni, macaroni pie? pie? It's the same pie. Yeah, yeah. Same, same, same thing. Same concept. Pie. Yeah. Yeah. Well, my number one is mac and cheese. When you do, when you take my number one, my number two, my my number three, and my number four, and mix that shit together, you sitting at the table holding your belly. Watching football. Watching football. Right? Eating sweet potato pie. Yeah. Maybe some ice cream, whatever your okay. preference may be. Okay. Sounds uh, my main thing, number one, is um you got to have some oxtails at the goddamn uh, Thanksgiving. I'm not Jamaican. Very I mean, Alan, I'm not Jamaican. Same difference. I'm from the chow mein and yes. the oxtails yes. definitely. I'm not going to say it threw me off, but. Hey, hey. <laughs> You're represented for your people. Yeah, you are. You're doing it for your people. Rocco, is, the decision is yours. Choose wisely. Well, this is easy. All right? Uh, <laughs> there has to be some type of history that comes into fact in your decision. Uh, um, okay. I would think that we're on the same wavelength of certain things, you know, that we, uh, that, that, that we like. And then I think, you know... Um, I think that you Can would, you you would find my list. Can you stop? Uh, I will say this. I will say that... Um, Reese's list is different, but mine is better. I, That's I would, what you're going to say. I, I, would, I would say if Reese invited me to his crib for yes. Thanksgiving, I would not turn that down. I wouldn't either. And I would say, hey, are you going to go to Corey's house? Afterwards, <laughs> <laughs> but you're gonna be so full of mouth. Uh, <laughs> but the traditional, you always like, get four plates at Thanksgiving. Damn, four. I would just play. Like, let's just go get it to go play. Let's yeah. just like let's just go say what's up. Let's See, go. It, it was hard not to put ham on that list because that that honey, Ooh, that honey ham. ham. Oh my god, the chow mein was, it sounds wild. Bro, and the does. oxtail. Do so you eat chow mein and oxtail together? Well, the. The main thing, of course, you're gonna have your meats. Of course, there's gonna be fried chicken there. There, there may be some salmon there as well. Okay. Um, we don't mm-hmm. do the turkey too much, right? Um, if we do the turkey, it's gonna be fried. Do you need American Thanksgiving? Um, I need to put I had that. On. I've been there, done that. I don't know who cooked it. Well, it wasn't my people's. Whatever. Um, so you know, you would take your ma- your your uh, macaroni pie. You would take your um, mashed potatoes. You could take a spoon of chow mein on the side, and then of course you have your meats, whatever meats that you want. You know, okay. a spoon of oxtails. That would be an interesting experience. Yeah, would be. Well, this would be the traditional. It's, in, it's yes. intriguing, yeah. isn't it? It, it is intriguing. intriguing. Yeah, doesn't mean you get a vote. So, so, <laughs> I so mean, who, who, who are you going to vote for? 
He, well, he said his vote. He, no, he, 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 he split it down the middle. Not <laughs> he wasn't clear. He wasn't. Reese, he knew you long. And he's trying to be nice. <laughs> Come on, man. Uh, don't, um, don't forget, I have I have kids at home. You know, I'm, I gotta feed my kids. <laughs> I've 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 been doing Thanksgiving for twenty six years now yes. and um uh uh I, I this is this is the traditional menu yes. right here. Mm-hmm. Um and I would be interested in trying something new. Yes. So 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 uh-huh. like Yeah. I would go to yes, I would okay. go to Reese's <laughs> He still hasn't answered the question. I would I would vote for that list on originality level. Ooh. Yes. And then your list would get traditional value. But which like, one are you in the mood for? Something uh, that you're comfortable with yeah. or something that you know, I might I'm 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 down with trying. Yeah. I really don't know if I'm liking it. I don't want to ruin my Thanksgiving. <laughs> right. It only happens once a year. You get right. time to spend with your family. Do right. you want to do this traditional or you wanna step out the boundaries? Right, right. I don't know. Well do you, as do you, a, because holidays are so like passive to me, like yeah. I will go with the traditional. Oh. Uh, only because holidays to me, I don't look at it as a time to like do something new. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. time to go back it's, into your yeah, it's the same old time. shit. Yeah, yeah, pretty yeah. much. You know, I want to thank you for uh, one being on the show. Mm-hmm. That's number one. 100%. But I want to thank you for breaking it down to Reese really easy. Okay? <laughs> um, but we really enjoy. I can't wait till you start posting. I just followed you. Cool. Yeah. Um, I can't wait till you start posting um, mm-hmm. about your next sound gallery. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, Sonic. I'm sorry, Sonic Gallery. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm super excited. Uh, drop your socials. Oh. Not your social security. Okay. I mean, if you got good yeah. credit, two, let me two, know. Two, two, seven. Drop your socials. Um, you can follow me, main platform, at Rocco underscore Supreme, R-O-C-K-O mm-hmm. underscore Supreme. Um, you can go on Facebook and check out Sonic Gallery. Mm-hmm. Sonic Gallery is on Facebook. Um and that's about it. Through my Instagram, you can find out about the other things that I'm doing for sure. My Instagram is the base. Yeah, that's yeah. the base of everything. Now, um, just one more quick thing. Now, for that um, awkward 10 or 11 year old who sees um, the power, who's growing up in social media age and sees the power but not quite understanding and wants to create something, what would you say to that um, awkward teen? Preteen or teen? I would say, listen, like something that I also had to learn, like, don't worry about the views. Don't worry about the followers. Don't worry about the likes. Yeah. Just worry about creating the stuff that really resonates with you because then once you do enough of it, yeah. people from around the world will find it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. You know who's a perfect example of that? Donald Glover. Oh, yeah. He, people thought he was so weird and not funny. Yeah. Couldn't rap. Couldn't mm-hmm. produce music. My friend, 2010, first time living in New York, put me on with the cul-de-sac and I was a fan. From that day forward, word. Yeah. The, and then I just—I mean, I haven't seen everything he did, but I was just like, this guy's talented. Yeah. Absolutely, and Atlanta just, just put him up. over. Yep. Absolutely, yeah. So yeah. that is great advice. Yeah, don't all get right. discouraged. Don't get discouraged at all. all right, again, we we appreciate you being here. Follow me on IG or underscore G. Follow me at IG at Corey Hill One. You can follow mostly everything podcast on IG, Twitter, or you can send us an email at mostly podcast, mostly everything podcast at gmail.com. Don't forget we have five platforms that you can listen to us on. iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Play. That's right. Listen, share, like, subscribe, comment. Peace. Bye. See you next week for episode 37.